This sermon was recorded at the Church of Christ, Wheeler area, located at 1500 South Allen L. Bean Boulevard in Wheeler, Texas. Our regular meeting times are at 10.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. each Sunday. Come join us as we seek to worship God in spirit and in truth. We have many influences in our lives, many influences. We go through every day. You have your friends, your family jobs, social media, and all those influences kind of guide us to what we're going to do at times. You know, we have to be careful because I'll go this way in this direction, and I hear this, and I jump over here, and I hear this, I jump over here, and before too long, you don't know where you're at or what you're doing. So we need a, a direct, someone directing our paths, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit this morning. Is who, who is directing your path. You know, we do have freedom of choices. Uh, and we can choose the path we take. We can take the path of righteousness or unrighteousness. And if we're walking out being influenced here and to and fro and without any direction from above, then we will not reach our intended destination or the destination we want to reach. Christians need to grow or need God directing their paths. We're reading Proverbs, this in Proverbs 3, 5, and 7. <clears throat> Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. And always acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in their own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't try to figure out everything yourself. Don't lean on your own understanding. And God will direct our paths. How many times has one door slammed in your face? <laughs> And hurt your feelings, you thought, man, I, I'll never get over this. But then to find out two or three weeks later, another door opened. Something better than you ever dreamed of. You know, we need to trust and put all the trust in God and let him direct our paths. And don't become bitter when things aren't happen happening the way we want it to happen. You know, God's wisdom and strength is great. We read this in 1 Corinthians 1 and 25. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than man, and the weakness of God is stronger than man. God is wiser and stronger than anyone on this earth. He has an understanding of our lives that we do not. He knows what we need before we do. We need to trust in him with all our heart. You know, I tease around, joke around. The, my nickname at our house is The Solution. <laughs> And that irritates everybody that lives with me because I say, what's my nickname? Who am I? The solution. You know, that's, that's what I say. That's not true, is it? We see here, man can't go on, the, rely on his own understanding. Because even though I think I might have the answer, we need to search from above. God's wiser, stronger than anyone. And we need to lean on him and, and acknowledge him in all ways. You know, and the reason why we see in part, these verses that I pulled this from, we're talking about love and why we need to have love in our lives and how love will conquer. And I left in, started with 1 Corinthians 13 and 8. Eight, Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part... And we prophesy in part. But when that is which perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. 
we see here in love never fails. Showing love at, at others at all times will keep us headed down the path that's pleasing to God. God will be directing our paths. Paths. It's easy to give up, get mad, become bitter. Everything's against me. We need to continue in love because it never fails. We don't know the big picture or what might happen in the future. God's thoughts are not our thoughts or his ways our ways. If, if we don't lean on him for understanding and trusting God with all of our heart, we might be headed down the wrong path because for we know in part, we prophesy in part. We know what's happening to us right now. We don't know what's to come. So we need to, to, to rely on God in his understanding. You know, we read here, God had a plan to deliver the children of Israel from Egyptian bondage. And he shared this plan with Moses and, and he went through it in, in Exodus 4 and 1. And Moses answered and said, but behold, they will not believe me nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. And God said, I'm with you. They will listen. Trust me. <laughs> he said, they won't believe me. He said, what's in your hand? A staff. He's laid on the ground. Laid on the ground, turned to a snake. Moses backed away. Grab it by the tail. Became a staff. I don't know about you, but I think that might have been enough proof for me to know God's with me. He showed him other ways that he would help, help him get the message across to the Egyptians. And we read in Exodus 4 and 10, And Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither therefore nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. And even though God had demonstrated the ways that he would show the Egyptians and that he was with Moses, he was still reluctant to follow the plan. You know, this shows that we need to understand the direction God wants us to take sometimes is going to come with challenges. It's going to come with challenges. And we need to trust and accept that challenge and head in that direction. We're going to continue reading on, after God has talked to Moses. He said, oh, and he said, oh, my Lord, send, I pray thee, by thy hand of him whom thou wilt send. He still didn't want to go. <laughs> send somebody else. Don't send me. He didn't believe. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, we see in uh, Exodus 4 and 14. Moses tried every way in the world to get out of going the direction God had given him, the path he had taken, because he didn't, he, he, he didn't, he was maybe leaning on his own understanding. And he was coming up with excuses, excuses. But he followed God's plan, and it worked, even though he didn't think it would. You know, sometimes we see what we want to see. For we now see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, I don't know all, but then I shall know even as also I am known. We do not know all the answers in the universe or anything that's going to happen to tomorrow. We do have a clear picture. We don't have a clear picture that God does in understanding what's happening in our lives. But one day we will when we come face to face to God. You know... Sometimes we see what we want to see, and, and sometimes pride can get in our way. There's a story. In the summer of 1986, two ships collided in the Black Sea off the coast of Russia. 
Hundreds of passengers died, 400 to be exact. They were hurled in the icy waters below. News of this disaster was darkened when the investigation was revealed. It wasn't technology that went wrong. It wasn't fog, bad weather that went wrong. It was two captains <laughs> that said they had the right to go down this way. And when they realized what they're doing and their stubbornness, what happened, the two ships collided, killed 400 people. <laughs> they were right. They were right. They weren't going to yield the path. 400 people lost their lives that night because of stubbornness and pride and didn't want to follow, do the correct thing and follow a path that wouldn't lead to the death of others. Each felt they had the right of way. Their pride not only landed them as criminals, but hurt many others. Sometimes when we're trying to direct our own path, our worldly influences come into play in our pride. Do not rely on your own understanding. Trust God with all your heart, and he will direct your paths. You know, we see there, the, there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but in the end thereof are the ways of death. We need to understand our feelings can take us away from the correct path to follow. We need to be vigilant at following the path God wants us to follow. Influences that can lead us in different directions. There can be many, but I put it to three for time's sake. Attempting to please man, earthly riches, and other, other individuals in our lives can get us off the path that God wants us on. We read in 1 Thessalonians 2 and 4, But as we are allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. In Paul's message to the Thessalonians, he said, We're put in trust of the gospel and we need to speak boldly the truth. Not things that people want to hear, but the truth. We need to accept that, that sometimes we're going to suffer some trials as we serve God and tell this truth. Maybe not to the point of death of imprisonment, but the loss of friends and sometimes family and sometimes verbal persecution. We need to follow God's direction because it leads to life. And we need to know the direction we're headed at all times and we need to be following the path that God is guiding us on. If we don't, we can end up like the prisoners in 1975. Some prisoners in Sotilla Prison in Mexico devised a plan in the direction they want to go and tunnel out of prison. That started in November. They accomplished, they were ready to break up and, and get out of prison in April of 76. So they dug and planned all this time. And when they busted through the floor to get out and escape, they ended up in the same courtroom many <laughs> were sentenced in to the judge's surprise. No direction. They didn't know where they were going. They ended up in the same spot that put them in prison, so guess where they went? Back to prison. You know, we need to have that direction in our lives. If we're blindly walking through life without direction and taking God's direction, we might be the same way, walking in circles <laughs> and never getting out. We might commit and not fully trust, and then something happens in our lives and takes us this way. And then something else happens and takes us this way. And we end up in the same spot, alone in a dark area. Do not lean on your own understanding. Trust God's word with all your heart. We need to seek to please God. We read in Ephesians 6 and 6. 
not with eye service as men pleasers, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Always seek to please God, not man. Seek to please him with all your heart. And do the will of God with all your heart and trust in him with all your heart. Not just so people see us talking or think we're good, but take it to your heart and trust in him with all your heart. We also, for do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I please men, I should not be a servant of Christ. Seek to please God and do his will. You know, we read, read of a young prophet, and I started on his journey home. I didn't go through. He, he was sent to confront King Jeroboam, and, uh, and he did this, and he was on his way back. And that's where I'll start. And then he said unto him, come home with me and eat bread. This was the old prophet telling the young prophet this. And the young prophet said, I may not return with thee, nor go in with thee, neither will I eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place. For it was said... To me, by the word of the Lord, thou shalt eat no bread, nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest. This is the, that was the instructions a young prophet had from God, and that's how he was supposed to go home. Now we'll continue to read. The old prophet's talking here in his deception. He said unto him, I am a prophet also, as thou art. And the angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with thee into thine house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied to him. So the young prophet did as the old prophet asked and went, went to his home and ate and drank. He had resisted the invitation of Jeroboam to go to his home refresh himself and receive a reward, but he followed directions of the old prophet gave him. He said, things are different now. Come with me, it's okay. And we'll see where the young prophet, what his reward, we're reading in uh, verse 24, and when it, he was gone, a lion met him by the way and slew him. You know, he had trusted the prophet, followed directions, not from, not from God, but Told, followed what the prophet said he could do, and he lost his life. You have to make sure the path or directions you're headed is from above and not of, this, not of earth. Know God's word and trust with, in it with all your heart, and he will direct your path. You know, <clears throat> the older people are probably going to know who Roger Staubach is, and the younger ones, y'all go watch E60 one day, and it'll come on. But great quarterback, I think. Him and the coach couldn't get along because he wanted to call his own plays. <laughs> he said, I just think I ought to be running my own team. You shouldn't be telling me what to do. But uh, Coach Landry was very stoic, and he said, you're going to do what I say, and you better do it unless it's an emergency. And they rattled along the whole season like this. And finally he said, Roger said, I, I came to obedience because I knew he was a great man. He knew what he was doing, and he said that. And followed him in harmony. You know, if, we're, if, if we'll let God direct our paths and not fight him and try to choose our, and take ourselves out of it and follow what he says and don't try to lean on our own understanding, why it, I should be able to do this, why should I have to do that, I ought to be able to do this and just follow God's directed path and trust, we'll live in harmony and our lives will become fulfilled. We need to seek... Uh, Heavenly treasures, we read this, lay up not treasure, yourselves treasures upon the earth where moth and rust, rust doth corrupt 
and we're thieves break through and steal. God will direct our path to the heavenly treasure if we shall just follow. We need to put our trust in, we do not need to put our trust in things of the earth, but treasures that lead to everlasting life. We, need, we see be humble, charge them that are rich in the world that they not be high-minded nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who giveth richly all things in joy. That we do good, <clears throat> that we be rich in good works, ready to distribute and willing to communicate. We have to always remember that every blessing comes from above. We do not attain anything, obtain anything on our own. We need to be thankful and not proud and always be good to others and show love and care. We need to try to help others feel blessed and share God's message. We're all just humble servants of the Lord. You know, we get puffed up sometimes and think we're a little better than we are. I, I ran into a student, I'm going to call names, it's about 10 years after they'd been in school or the first encountered them and spoke and everything and the first words out of her mouth was man Mr. Shields what happened you got fat and I was like whoa that kind of cut <laughs> and I couldn't disagree I did and have and I said well life happens how's your life going and went on kind of hurt me a little bit and in the back of my mind I can't say I didn't think well glad to see you're observant now you know I had all kinds of things I, I thought but I didn't and I'm proud I didn't but I had the thought. We don't need to put ourselves up too high. A funny, a funny story I found about this, a teacher's teaching a, uh, uh, how blood circulates through the body and how she stood on her head. I don't know. I couldn't do that. And said, what happens when I stand on my head? What's happening to my face? He said, it's turning red. And she said, you're right. Blood's coming to my face, and it is turning red. And she said, well, stood up and said, well, how come I'm standing up and my feet aren't turning red? And one of the kids said, your feet ain't empty. Her head was empty, but her feet wasn't. You know, in the, in the school business or whatever, dealing with young people or dealing with people, they'll humble you. So you don't need to walk around puffed up in our lives because we need to be humble. We need to realize everything that good come, is good comes from above. Every blessing we have comes from above. And when you think riches, you think money. But it's not just money. You can be richly blessed with family. You can be richly blessed with other things other than money. And we just need to be humble as we go through and humble, humbly serve God. Who was directing the rich young ruler's path? We're going to read, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good masters, what, are, what good things shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, and that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He said, which? Jesus said, thou shalt do not murder. Do no, thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt not love their neighbor, or thou shalt love their neighbor as thyself. The young man said unto him, all these things I've kept from my youth up, what, I, what do I still like? Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell and what thou hast, give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasures in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man heard, heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. What was directing his path? Was God or riches? He, 
According to the passage, he lived a moral. He said, I haven't done any of the things you said I shouldn't. What, what else do I lack? And when he heard that, he couldn't follow it. It was the deal breaker. <laughs> that was the deal breaker. You know, we don't need to have deal breakers in our lives when it comes to uh, God and following the path and, and following his word and doing his plan. The deal breakers need to be if somebody or something's trying to guide us away from God. That needs to be the deal breaker. We don't need to, to take the young uh, ruler's path, give up, walk away sorrowful. We need to go back. We need to realize what we've been saying this whole time, trust in God with all your heart and acknowledge him in all the ways and let him direct your path. You know, we read you know, that God's word needs to direct our path in John 12 and 48. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. Hear and seek God's word to direct your path. 2 Timothy 3 and 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and profitable for doctrine, for reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. We need to know the path and take it. Coach C and I were talking one day. He said, ask how my day was going. I said, well, I'm tired. Didn't sleep well last night. Stayed up all night. He goes, said, don't really know why. Just worrying, I guess. And he said, you know, there's an answer for us. If we always look, if we'll just always look. He said, the Bible tells us how to handle things. <laughs> and that's what I appreciate. He went right there. He said, the Bible tells us how to handle it. He said, but we've got to seek it. We've got to look. We've got to pray. And we have to follow God's word and seeking our path. You know, we can't be like the Scottish woman that went around selling on the countryside. She sold uh, thread, needles, and buttons. She'd come to an unmarked road, throw up a stick, and the way the stick fell, that's where she went. The guy noticed one day she kept throwing the stick up. And he went over and said, how can we keep throwing the stick up? Threw it up several times. said, well, it keeps pointing left and I want to go right. We can't be like that. We have to let God direct our paths as Christians, and God needs to, we need to follow that direction at all times. Whether we want to go left or right, we need to follow. If the path says right, that's where we need to go. God's, we need to follow God's direction. Many people know the will of God but refuse to follow the direction it takes because we do not want to go that way. I'm going to ask a close and ask a question. Where would you and I be if Jesus didn't take God's direction? <laughs> didn't follow the path? We'd be lost to sin, wouldn't we? If he didn't come, live a perfect life, and, and die on a cross so we can have forgiveness of sin, where would we be? In a bad place. We need to always, in, all, in their lives, in good, bad Whatever's going on, we need to always remember love conquers all. Keep a good mindset and trust in God with all of our heart. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you have questions about what you have heard or would like to know more information, please contact us by emailing cfcwheelerarea at gmail.com. Or look us up on Facebook or Instagram 
and send us a message there.